They avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Yes. We're using Do you want me your... to read the full privacy statement? No, thanks. You're fine. Okay. Good. Right. Welcome to the Sales and Marketing Podcast with me, John Mears. And I am back once again with the Renegade Master. <laughs> 2018 Dulux Select Decorator of the Year. These intros. Hasn't, hasn't bothered entering since because well you've completed it really haven't you you've well just, you know you know you've, where'd you you've, go you've reached the there? top <laughs> yeah exactly uh it's the one and only trevor mangan how are you my friend oh, i'm all right how are you lot? um yeah good to be back what are we on now is, is this our ninth podcast i've no idea mate but i do know i speak to you more often than my missus <laughs> well yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but our eyes always glaze over when i start better not. <laughs> yeah exactly we're all very brave when they're not around yeah, exactly. I, I went to see a customer the other day and they were talking about a feature wall and this woman wanted the feature wall behind the bed and then she wanted it down one wall. And he said, I think it looked rubbish. I said, well, it's not going to, it's not going to look great. He said, yeah. He said, when she gets back, he said, I'm going to tell her that. He said, I said, blimey, you're brave. I said, yeah, <laughs> when you're not, I'm going to, I said, you're the first bloke that I've met that's going to tell their wife something. Oh, yeah. 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 You're either very brave or very that. stupid. <laughs> Let me guess, you haven't heard back from them since. Exactly. <laughs> oh dear good right today cracking straight on i want to talk about advertising on a budget how can decorators advertise when they are on a budget so let's kick things off with my favorite and something i talk about far too much social media i love it and i think it's a great way to get started for any business but definitely painting and decorating what what do you think i've all well i mean there's always these local groups in there that you get on to and there's always the same names crop up so in our round area there's three or four that if someone's looking for a decorator they always get recommended and you end up with about 50 or 60 comments on this um on this one um one on the one post uh, but what i've um when i've spoken to people about it they say that people recommend um, names but they don't actually put the reason why they were good or you know the few people i spoke to said that it'd be worthwhile saying look we used we used dave the dave the painter he was on time he was tidy but we use him to get his names people tagging different people into the post mm. so yeah um i've never really um we're talking about facebook but i've never really sort of made much headway with facebook um, I've made far more, far. I've done far better with Google My Business. That's way, way, way. Although that takes a little bit more time to build up, and mm. Google My Business has definitely worked better for me than Facebook ads, or not Facebook ads, but Facebook forums. Which again is is free, isn't it? You can set up your Google yeah. My Business storefront. I think they call it. Yeah. Um, you set that up via just the Google homepage, you put all your details in, you can add photos and stuff like that, can't you? And it means that when people search in your area for what you're doing, you are a lot more visible. You come up much higher on Google and you get that little listing on the, it's on the side of the Google page, isn't it? And you get the pictures pop up and everything like that. Yeah, I found you can't beat companies like Checker Trade and all that for being on the first page of Google. But if you mm. get Google My Business, that's very easy, the, the easy way to get on the first page of Google yeah. without trying too hard. All you've got to do is treat it like you would Facebook to a degree by mm. keep posting stuff on your Google My Business page. So you just keep updating it. You know, you'll know more about this than me, but for SEO and stuff like that. And also what I found is once you get above 10 reviews, it seems to take off even more. Really? Yeah, once so you hit 10, 10 reviews, that seems to be their like threshold to take you a bit more seriously. Well, that's a, a good top tip straight. What flying today, Trev? We're not usually this useful. It's helpful, are we? So, yeah, setting up a, a Google My Business is go to google.com and from the homepage, you can set all that up. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, I, think got, I think if you've got a Google account like Gmail or something like that, you know, up at the top yeah. corner, you've got those nine dots or whatever. Yeah. If you click on there, it will take you to it, will say Google My Business in one of those icons. Yeah, I've, I've got one and I, I set it up. I can't say I do much with it. I don't put many photos on it, but I, yeah. you know, I, I focus more time on social media. But for 
a decorator, I think that's that's a great way to immediately get yourself high up on Google. Yeah. Uh, and I think it'd be worth then, if that's right about the getting 10 reviews, as soon as you set it up, get the link and send that link to some of your old customers. Exactly. Say, yeah. Hey, can you just put me a quick review on here? Get that kick started and away you go. And, and yeah, the whole SEO thing is Google will always favor um, the, the, the main criteria for search is what's most relevant and what's most up to date. So if someone's searching for painter and decorator in Alton, yeah. uh, then at the top of the page will be the person who, well, it'd be everyone who's a painter and decorator in Alton, but then it will order it on who's updating their website most often, which website looks most current. Uh, and so if you're constantly putting new photos and stuff on your, on your My Google page, then that's yeah. going to bring you even higher up. Yeah, no, I found that I found, like I say, it does work well. I'll get quite a few customers say, oh, yeah, I found you on Google or Google My Business or, yeah, that's, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing wrong with Facebook ads, but I just don't seem to get much traction on Facebook. I mean, when you, because I, I think the groups, Facebook groups, I think are an absolute gold mine if you um, treat them right. So, yeah, you've got, there's two things you can, You'll have those typical posts where someone will go, right, I'm looking for a painter and decorator. And then, as you say, there were 60 comments recommending yeah. three or four different people. Uh, a lot of decorators I speak to will moan about that because often it's those sort of jobs that don't really go anywhere. It's someone who's looking for a, a tosher, a paint slapper to yeah. do some hundred quid a day, slap it on or whatever. Uh, but when you do it the other way and you start putting information about your own business in those groups, which is can be tricky, but you can do it. Um, it's good to have a conversation with the admins of groups because often they won't let you advertise in there, but you can do other things. I mean, for example, in, in my hometown, there's a decorator who he's just always there. He's always posting memes or funny things or whatever. And because of it, everybody in the town knows who he is. They know who he is and that he's a decorator. Yeah. He never posts anything decorating related, but I know who he is and, and you know nearly everyone else in the town knows who he is just because every time he posts, it says Mr. XYZ, painter and decorator. So I think just being active on a regular basis in yeah. local groups and stuff like that can be a great way to boost your, you know, the brand awareness as it were yeah yeah um i think with do you on your on your personal social media i think you do a lot of work for other decorators don't you so i think a lot yeah. of your followers and connections yeah. are other decorators yeah so and this is something that i think a lot of decks fall down on they go on social media and they end up just following other decorators because they like looking at their work and like getting the <laughs> approval of, of other decorators and, the, and then wonder why they don't get anything out of social media uh, I think you've got to make the effort to start reaching out to people in your target audience, really, haven't you? Well, I'll tell you what I read the other day that I found quite interesting as well was to set up a Facebook group for your customers. Yeah. Or a WhatsApp group for your customers. So that, I mean, I don't know whether that'd work or not, but. I think, yeah, anywhere that you can collect your your customers and a facebook group is a is a great way to do that i mean you can see that the power of it you started your facebook group owning a decorating business and that's brought together yeah. a lot of people that are very useful um collection yeah. of people for some of the things you're doing and i've tried the same i've got my own group on facebook uh yeah i, I don't be afraid to try these sort of things when I first set mine up, I thought, well, what if no one joins? And then you're like, who cares, really? I don't care if there's 10 people or 10,000 people in there. As long as there's yeah. a few people in there and you just you don't bombard them with messages all the time. I think people are happy to be in those little groups. Yeah, I, I just don't. I mean, I mean, I don't know what the um, I suppose it'd be the same if you had a Facebook group of your customers. I suppose it'd be the same as if your email marketing just put information in there that you think would be useful to the group yeah exactly um i think yeah email marketing is that's on my list so maybe we talk about that next i think email marketing is something that's massively underused by decorators yeah absolutely and it, and it is free um 
all you've got to do is start collecting your, your customer email addresses and just keep in touch with them. We, we've spoken about this before. Decorators will offer exceptional service, go way above and beyond when they do the job, and then there'll be zero contact for six, 12 months or whatever it is. And then the customer calls back, they go around, they do another job and they do another job brilliantly well. Uh, but those sort of six, 12 months in between, just keeping a little bit of contact with them via email once a month, once every couple of months, whatever it yeah. is, I think that can be hugely powerful in making sure that you keep hold of, of all of your customers uh, and, and keep a bank of good quality, regular customers. And if you, if you struggle for content, you know, thinking, well, what am I going to, what am I going to say? What am I, what I'm going to talk about? Mm. Um, you can set up Google alerts, can't you? Cause I know you, you've said, have, have you done? Cause we've spoke about that, didn't we? Before. Yeah. That, you said that was a Google. Trev, Trev top tip. Uh, you <laughs> got me Josh, to do that. <laughs> Blimey. I'll go to sleep in a minute. Yeah. I set up Google alerts. Again, you just do that from the Google homepage. Uh, and you basically set up some, keywords that basically whenever something interesting including those words pops up on the internet uh, usually obviously in news articles and stuff like that uh, Google will send you a, a well I have it set as a daily digest so once a day yeah. or 7 p.m. I set it uh, anything that's got the word war all murals or wallpaper or paint or durable paint or fire and ball little green all of those little things, I set up alerts for those. And once a day, they'll basically send me a list of articles all about interior design and new wallpaper trends and stuff like that. And that is gold content that you can just either share it on social media or, as you say, start putting it in monthly or a couple of weekly emails that you send out and just keeps you in touch and just gives, it's just something else you can do for your customers where you're not trying to sell to them you're just trying to go oh here here you go i thought you might be interested in this sort of thing because i did a wallpaper job for you two months ago or whatever it is and and, and not only that it also if you do read through those um head, head those headings of, of what you get sent sometimes it gives you an idea of something that you know it just sparks that little bit of oh yeah i could i know mm. a story about that that would be funny and you can write you know you can just relate a story or something but um that, those Google alerts are very good. Apart from, don't do, what, don't do what I've done and put home office because I thought, oh, well, it's going to be a big boom in people working from home, home <laughs> office. And all I keep getting through is stuff about illegal immigrants from the home office. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't put anything about like busty babes in your local area because you'll get loads of content about that, uh, which you might be into, but it's probably going to overload your inbox. Uh, right. So, Social media. What about Instagram? Haven't you found Instagram works? Wait, uh, I got one. To be fair, I got one from a local builder once years ago that saw our Instagram post and um, invited me to go and sort of tender for five houses. But um, it, we went. I went over there and had a look at it. But it's not really our cup of tea. So I think we were too expensive. But yeah, we're not well, really. I know some decorators who get like nearly all of their work from instagram or, yeah. or facebook but particularly instagram seems to be massive for a lot of decorators at the moment uh, and they'll just post you know daily content on what they're up to what jobs they're working on and and then obviously before and after photos or before yeah. and, and after photos and they can be so powerful uh that if you again if you build up a bank of the right sort of followers and not just other decorators uh then you can start getting a, a a lot of work through it yeah so what about you did mention briefly facebook ads so if we move into paid advertising rather than the free social media is that something you've tried yourself um yeah but not very successfully but you do mention in your new book that Hey, well, hey, see what I did there? Hey. Hey. This is why I invite you on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, yeah, John's got a new book out called uh, Advertise for Decorators. And in there, oh. he goes through um, he goes through Facebook ads quite deeply. Mm. And it just proves you don't have to spend an absolute fortune to get results, do you? No, I, I think Facebook ads are 
one of the biggest bargains in the marketing world right now. You can reach so many people and so many highly targeted people as well. You can really drill down on exactly who you put these adverts in front of. The, the information Facebook has on people is scary, but it's great for making sure you advertise to the, to the right people. Yeah, it's great for uh, selling books. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I I always have uh, adverts running for my books, and often I'll just be running at, at two pounds a day or something like that, just to keep a little presence bubbling along. I mean, most decorators will see one of my ads every once a week or every few days or so. They'll just see one of my adverts pop up in in their timeline uh, or yeah. feed. Is um, yeah, so. I think people get worried about Facebook ads and I think a lot of people try Facebook ads and they just put hurriedly put together a, a quick advert, bosh a load of money into it, get no results and then give up on it. Uh, yeah. And I think that's, if you take that's a bit more exact, time. That, yeah, that's my experience. Yeah. yeah. If you take a bit more time, think it through, plan it out a bit, do a bit of research, whether it's reading my book or reading the millions of articles online that's that's free. I mean, there's free stuff on my website that will help you with Facebook ads. And just start trying it at two quid a day, one pound a day. Just start going and, and see what happens. And it doesn't take a lot. I know people that will do once a month, they'll do a 10 pound campaign and that'll get them three or four jobs for the next month. And they just do that. Yeah. month in month out it's just a really reliable and easy stream of business and it doesn't have to cost much you've just got to be a bit persistent with it and work out what works and what doesn't work yeah i, I think it's a lot like email marketing It's quite a big step for people to take but i think once they've taken it and they realize well maybe it's not that bad and you know as you start getting a few results from it then you think well you may then look into it a bit more and then refine it and be able to, you know, make it pay even better for you. Mm. And this is it. And I, look, I mean, it, for me, it's probably one of the cheapest marketing things to test because you could do a month of testing for 30 quid. Yeah. Uh, it's not like parish magazines or anything like that. We got to sign up for six month commitment and, whatever it might be or you don't have to get 10,000 leaflets printed or anything like that you can you can really go small on on facebook ads and just really test it out gently but i think like you did people go right here we go let's throw some money at it yeah yeah <laughs> get this done sorted oh shit nothing's happened wow and, facebook's a load of rubbish let's not do that again and the scary thing is um facebook will let, let you spend hundreds of pounds on it they won't stop you they will oh, encourage, yeah. not, <laughs> encourage you but they won't say oh well hang on a minute you i mean i must have spent 500 pound if not more on facebook ads mm -hmm. and you know you think what and i've got i've got barely anything back i've certainly didn't get the 500 pound back mm -hmm. so i think I, I think the the thing that catches that a lot of people is they don't start advertising until they've got no work yeah uh, so they wait until they're quiet and then they go oh no i've got to get some work fast so they just start throwing money at things whereas yeah. if you start advertising when you're busy but just testing things out at like two pounds a day or whatever you want on facebook ads then if you do get to a point where you're quiet then you're already well ahead of the game and you realize actually i've only got to spend 10 quid and i'll almost certainly get a job out of that because yeah i'm getting i'm getting reasonable amount of inquiries at two pounds a day so but if you wait until you've got no work then you will panic you'll spend too much you'll do it wrong and, <laughs> and then you're yeah. in trouble yeah because you're desperate for a result yeah and exactly then, and anything is better than nothing so yeah, you yeah, just try yeah. and you just try and shortcut the whole process because you're desperate for work and, and that never works <laughs> And this goes back to what we said before, I think, is to try and dedicate at least half a day a week to do something that's not related to picking up a brush and putting paint on a wall. You know, concentrate yeah. on your business for at least half a day a week so that you don't find yourself. I know it's easier said than done. And you're going to think, oh, yeah, of course. But, you know, I think you will. Within a, if within, within a month, you'll definitely see the benefits of you know having four or five hours of a friday afternoon or a monday morning or whatever and dedicating it and, and it's it will just make you a little bit more professional mm. 
and you'll start treating your you you like more like a business rather than a job. Yeah, and I that is spot on. And I was speaking to JG decorator Jonathan Graham about this exact thing, and I know you you all like to try and take a half day and do like some solid admin work, won't you? Yeah. He he works it into his schedule by basically he's got his his notebook with all of his admin to do things. Uh, and he will break it down to 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. So when he's having a, a cup of tea or something, 10 o'clock tea break, he'll just try and knock one or two jobs yeah. just off that list. So you don't have to go, right, I'm going to book off every third Friday uh, as an admin day. If you put some, some effort in and organize yourself and just build a, a list of all the things you've got to do on a monthly basis or weekly basis or whatever, you can just knock those tasks off one at a time in, in 10, 15 minute chunks. Or even that, even if it means getting up an hour earlier in the mornings to get it done before you go to work, you know, do that three yeah. mornings. You've nearly got half, half a day, you know, you've got three hours every other day, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You've, you've got your three hours there. That that was going to make a big difference to the way you work. You, sure. sound, like, you sound just like my dad. I've never been a, a morning person, and my dad always oh. used to set the piss out of me for it. But, <laughs> yeah, he, he was that dad that even if I woke up at 6 a.m., he'd go, what have you been doing? Day's half gone, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, to be honest, John, it's an old age thing. The older you get, the earlier you get up, I think. Yeah. Is, uh, I think it's because you want to make the most of your life that's left. <laughs> oh, time's running out. Best yeah, exactly. up earlier. Yeah. Better, get up, better, make, better make these hours count. Yeah, sure, I think looking on looking on social media. In fact, I know from looking at my email analytics and my social media analytics the decorators seem to start getting up at about five in the morning because I get a peak in my analytics between five and eight o'clock in the morning, which is clearly when decorators are waking up and checking their yeah, phones and yeah. stuff. So that's, um, that's why we set our, our podcast for six o'clock on a Monday morning. So you can yeah. download it from six o'clock. <laughs> that seemed to be about the right time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've st I started scheduling these for two o'clock in the morning. I thought, uh, <laughs> God knows when these decorators are waking up. <laughs> I, think they, I think they get up and go to work just before they fall asleep. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Um, where were we? Sorry. Yeah, so Facebook ads, definitely worth a go. Uh, and try it when things are good, not when you're desperate for work. Yeah. Uh, leaflets. Oh, You've I love got some leaflets. Haven't yeah, you? Got, where are they? There, well, there, there you go. Then my uh, yeah, for everyone well, listening on the podcast, Trev is... Yeah, is not very... Yeah. <laughs> Just showing the camera. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, I had a look on Vistaprint, which is not great quality or anything like that, and I would typically advise going to a local printer if you can and yeah. uh, put a bit more. But if if you are on a budget, Vistaprint are doing £10 for a 1000 which is... That's exactly yeah. cheap. Uh, all, 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 I would, all I would say with Vistaprint is get someone to check what you've designed because, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you end up with 500 business cards that say TJ painting and decorating. <laughs> I forgot the T on painting. I don't even have got one. Uh, I had, well, I don't know, I had loads at one time. Yeah. Fantastic. They all said bloody painting on them. TJ painting and decorating. Painting and yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, A A five A six leaflets. You can you, you can get them mass printed so cheap nowadays. Let's have a look at this. Especially for the um, podcast listeners, can you see that? TJ painting and decorating. Beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. That looks like a decent quality card as well. Like oh, nice exactly. It was, it, it, was double, it was double sided. It was lovely. Oh, look, but yeah. Idiot. I've got paint in one side and painting the other. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It yeah, can happen. You, you can't you can't give those out, especially as one of the bullet points on there is eye for detail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore the spelling mistake, but yeah, trust me, I'm very detail oriented. <laughs> I used to put me I used to put my thumb over the where the T should have been. There you go. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everyone messes up. 
so leaflets, I think you've got you've got a few options with leaflets. Personally, I'm a big fan of, and I know that you do this, keeping a stack in the van. Yeah. Um, when you've got a bit of time on a job, popping up and down the, the street that you're on. But you, yeah. you do something else as well, don't you, for the immediate neighbours? For the immediate neighbours, I write a letter. I put it in an envelope and put it through the door. And mm-hmm. just say we're working at I don't know number number sixteen. If you've got if, you know we'll be we'll be sanding and we'll be making a noise. Um, you know if we're in the way with our vans, then let us know. We'll we'll do the best to you know move out of the way for you. Um, we'll be sanding if we're making a noise and you've got young children or you work nights. Let us know and we'll work around. So it's really just a matter of creating a, a good impression, mm-hmm. and it's really good when the neighbours talk to your customer. And you don't tell the customer that you've given these letters out to the neighbours and they think you're brilliant. They oh, yeah, that's really considerate. And, yeah, so the immediate neighbours, we, we always give these, you know, it's, it's not got to be too much. Just basically, you know, be a bit understanding, a bit considerate to, to, to their neighbours, really. Lovely move, lovely move. And it's one of those things that they'll want, if you put the letter through like that, they'll put up with whatever noise you're making, which they probably can't hear anyway yeah yeah exactly uh, but they'll yeah. but they'll never they'll never call you and tell you to keep it down <laughs> no, I've, no i've never ever had anybody call me about it but i know i've had a, quite a few neighbors talk to my customers about them so yeah i um i had a an exterior customer of mine he every time he would do uh any any house when he's doing the power washing or the cleaning down or anything like that he would then make a point of after he's done that he would go to the neighbors on both sides and clean their windows for free where he would just say right you know hey i've just done some cleaning some power washing so just in case there's some little spray that's gone onto your windows i'm going to clean those for you uh and we'll take the opportunity then to obviously give his business card to the neighbors as well there was never any overspray on the windows yeah but it was just a He's already got his ladders out or whatever it is, and he could do that very quickly, give the windows a wipe down, and then he's nicely given his business card to both neighbours on, on each side. Yeah. Uh, and the amount of work he'd then get from it was just always kept him going. So little things like that, it's, it's often just thinking slightly outside of the box. Yeah. And, and you can get a lot more business out of, out of any given job that you're on. The thing is, is just to try and try and think of the things that nobody else would do. That's the way I look at it. What, what, yeah. you know, what are what aren't other people doing, and then do that thing. I mean, they might not be doing it for a reason. It might be, you know, a bloody stupid idea. But unless <laughs> you tried it, you don't know, do you? Yeah, you, know? you got you got to try these things. Like that that's the and we've spoken about this before. Just take action. Just yeah, do it. Just try it and see what happens. Uh, yeah. yeah, not all, not every idea is going to be a winner. Not every idea is going to be a Trev top tip. But and you are, you know, there's a good time. A few times you're going to look a bit of an idiot, but yeah. you know, you've done it and you know not to do it again. So and we're both experts in looking like idiots. I don't oh, absolutely, yeah. anymore, do we? <laughs> <laughs> um, parish magazines, newspaper, local ads, and stuff like that. You can get these at starting from like thirty quid a month yeah I do so, like, have you done this do you get any success yeah, I've, from I've it? a couple of parish magazines mm-hmm. and i think once i think they're very hard um, they're very hard when you initially go into a parish magazine because like you're new yeah uh, but once a few people have, have um have used you and you know they, they you get a bit of reputation around the villages and that they so you do it's a good it's a good sort of like steady earner uh, you know you do get inquiries because the people that get parish magazines are of a certain de- demographic, aren't they? Mm. And once you can get your foot in the door with those sort of people, you're pretty much not set for life, but you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to get, if you do a good job, you're going to get repeat business. Do you know, I was speaking to a guy the other day and, and he uh, specialises specializes in, in high-end work and he advertises in like these proper country home uh, and horsey toffee type magazines that are a yeah. reasonably expensive subscription and they're all for people with massive homes and stables and stuff like that he advertises in those and has done for a long time and he has had a number of uh, inquiries come through those 
where the person has rang up the magazine and said, how long has this company been advertising in your magazine? And they'll go, uh, well, since 1990, by the look of it. And he goes, ah, so they're a good quality company. Yeah, thank you. I'll give them a ring. But uh, aren't they? So yeah. I think there is, I mean, that might be an exceptional case, but yeah, yeah. I think there is something that just being in that magazine on a consistent basis, it will start to compound and have a bigger and bigger effect. And you've got to remember a lot of people that read these magazines on a every week or every month or whatever it is, they're not going to be ready for a decorator the first time they see your advert. But if they see your advert every month for six months, at some point, they will be ready to make that call and they'll go, yeah. oh, well, there's, there's TJ decorating in the magazine as usual. He's been... Yeah advertising there for years so clearly he's uh, he's not some fly-by-night company well maybe that's another another reason to have a, a somewhere on your advertising have a you know established da -da -da, 19 whatever you know it established 19 whenever 1970 or whatever and mm. then just so you've got that extra bit of you know perhaps people I, ne I never actually saw the value in that but maybe there is some value to have that on your um yeah your, I, your, I always think you need to be quite careful in a lot of sales materials and adverts and stuff like that i think you should be very careful not to waste space or waste your lines by saying oh we're 30 years man and boy decorating team um, yeah. but if it's like incorporated into your logo established 1987 or whatever it, it might yeah. be then yeah i think that's a great way to just slip that in and make people think ah, okay yeah this is this is someone that's been around the block, knows what they're doing. They're clearly not going anywhere. We can, and it gives that yeah. trust and credibility, doesn't it? Or even if you've got photographs from ten or twenty years ago, maybe start putting them on your website so it shows that you've been around. You know, you were going around in a Mark One Transit or something. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, is so you can so you can see that you've got a little bit of history. Or so just take just take a photo of your latest job and put a black and white filter on it and make uh, it all sepia. Yeah, and just. <laughs> <laughs> Let people assume that you've been decorating since 1947. <laughs> uh, okay, so Parish Magazine's good, reasonably cheap monthly yeah. payments, uh, but you you need to stick with it. Yeah. What about, and I, I'm a big fan of the community between decorators. I think decorators are, are very good at helping each other out in yeah. cases. So calling other local decorators i think you'll often get quite a, a warm response and if you're short of work it probably means that there's another decorator in your town with too much work uh, yeah. and you can yeah. build building connections with other local tradesmen it might be just getting to know the local sparky or, or plaster or whatever can lead you to getting a few more referrals and a bit more work well i i'm 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 saying like a bloody i read I, I read somewhere where it, nobody's going to believe that you've been reading. No, no, I, I've been doing, you saw been on doing, YouTube. I've been a lot of, <laughs> been a lot of reading. Um, <laughs> but the idea is that you get like a group of you together, like a Sparky, a Chippy, um, a Plasterer maybe. And what you do is get a little directory together. So when you give out your quotes, um, you all agree to put, you know, this little directory on your quote so because yeah. customers are always looking for different bits and pieces of carpet you know carpet fitters kitchen fitters that sort of thing so on on your quote as a sheet you put out you know other trades i recommend so you put all these on 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 your quote and then all the other people put your details on their quotes so when they're giving out quotes to customers there's a, this little sort of like handy sheet for the customer to keep with your name on now i've always I thought that's quite a good idea I think that's a good idea, especially then because... Would that qualify as a top tip? Uh, go on, I'll give you that as a top tip. Three. Three, Three in four. One show. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's a good idea because it also means that you can... Oh, have I lost my picture? Yeah, you're right. Oh, well, I'll keep talking. Um, yeah, so I think that's a, a good top tip. I've completely lost my train of thought now because we've I've lost my. No, I, I think it's um, <laughs> I, think, I do. I mean, because you do know other trades, and it's just yeah. you know, like, you know, you just got to uh, you know be reassured that they're going to recommend you on their quotes. But it's just yeah. a good way to get in front of a new in front of new customers that you don't know. I know what I was going to say now. 
because okay. the camera's back on now. Uh, you can also be quite selective on, on who you're putting on those sheets then, so you can make sure you're recommending that chippy and that plasterer that actually does good work yeah, and yeah you yeah. don't mind following yeah. so <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you wouldn't put anyhow you would be very you know it would be people that you would normally get you would normally recommend anyway but yeah, yeah I, you know because if you if you can get sort of like five or ten other trades you're going to be in you'll be getting you know your name will be in front of you know a load more customers that you may never even have got in front of so especially no, I think being, a good idea that's that's straight in as a trev top tip we'll have that one brilliant i mean i'm especially being a decorator because the chances are i think you've got more chance of getting business because you know very rarely are they going to want a kitchen fitter and all you know you're always going to be following other trades so they're yeah. always there's more of a chance than wanting a decorator than there is of going to be wanting an electrician or you know a plumber or you know I just think you stand a game. I think you stand a game more out of it than other trades. Yeah, because you, you know, you're last. You're the finishers, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. Uh, you're you're always swooping in and making it all look good. Uh, what are we got next? Van Syme writing. Now getting that done straight away might be a little bit. If we're going to go budget version, I quite like these magnetic signs that you can get for your van. I don't think they're as good as proper sign writing on your van. But yeah. I think they're a great option, and you can take them off, uh, which is great, and, and take them in your house, and only, don't use them on the weekends or whenever you want to go undercover. I don't know what you decorators do when you're not painting, but well, I, I, I tell you what, I've seen other people do with vans is to get a sideboard put in their back window, and then they can it doubles up as a sideboard and advertising in the back window of the van when they're when they're driving around. Ooh, I like that. So you get that's definitely a Trev top tip. Jeez, <laughs> I think it's going to be my last podcast. Got to be. <laughs> End it on high. Yeah. So getting some sort of signage on your van and yeah, doubling it up with sight boards. I think that's that's something you can get done reasonably cheap. Again, I think Vistaprint do that sort of thing, or you can and find a local printer. Sight boards are the thing to go. They are, they are the thing to do. They yeah. really are. They get your business. Definitely, without a doubt definitely uh what else have we got speaking to local merchants i always think it's a good idea to get a bit of a relationship going with your local merchant uh which most decorators do anyway because you like having someone to go in and chat to and have a cop coffee don't you yeah yeah to do that. um but yeah if you can get to a point where you can leave a few business cards behind the counter and and get the the people in the in the decorator center recommending you to homeowners i think that's another lovely little stream of customers you get. i think if you're honest with them and going there so look i'm gonna you know in a couple of weeks i haven't got a lot of work coming in they are normally you know really good at sort of looking after you because it's in their interest isn't it because if you've got no work you won't be going in there but if you have got work you're going to be going in there to get your materials and stuff like that so yeah i do think that if you do let them know, because de as decorators, oh, you know, um, you know what you got on. Oh yeah, I've got loads. Sometimes just be honest and say, no, I haven't got a lot, mm -hmm. and it can work in you. I've, you know, it's happened to me a few times. You know, now I've sort of next couple of weeks is after. Yeah, you know, I've got two weeks and I haven't really got a lot on. I want to, you know, I will see what I've got, and you know, people do try and help you out because, especially other decorators, other trades, because they know. They've been in that situation as well. They know what it's like. So they do tend to help you out and look after you. This is it. I've I mean I've seen it on more than one occasion. If whenever a decorator is has got the balls to step up and go, do you know what? Things are quiet at the moment. I need some help. The amount of support that pours in, and this is just what I see on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, is amazing. So if yeah, don't be afraid to just go. Do you know what? I'm a bit quiet at the moment. I need some need some help and and see what people can do. Because, like I say, it's a lot of people will do it because it's a nice thing to do. But also, it's in a lot of people's interests, as you say, merchants and and me in my capacity working for a paint manufacturer. We spend a lot of time and money and effort on doing things that helps decorators use more paint and get more jobs and everything like that because. Ultimately, if if we're doing stuff that helps decorators stay busy, 
they buy more paint and and, yeah. and that yeah, yeah. that helps helps us so helping well, decorators well, is in people's interest yeah absolutely but no i think sometimes yeah you just got to fight that urge just you know oh yeah i've got loads on and just say no yeah. i'm not and you'll be surprised how many people like you say you'll be surprised how how much help and support there is out there for you mm, definitely what about uh, what about things like reaching out to people, calling and emailing people directly? I'm thinking schools, colleges, estate agents, that sort of thing. Again, it's free. If you've not got much work on or if you're having an admin day, then spending an hour reaching out to five or six yeah. different businesses and, and schools and things like that. Have you had much work from those sort of things? I, 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 I did get into sort of um, working for a lettings company, but that was that was hard work. It wasn't hard work. The initial bit was hard work, was actually getting your foot in the door. But once once I started working for them, it was yeah, it was it was good. But um that is sort of, that is sort of like a long term you know, you I think you're talking months rather than weeks to get into a you know, what you what you gotta do is um with with lettings and for schools and stuff like that is just be there when they're let down by someone yeah so that you know so if someone lets them down or they can't turn up and they give you a call then you're there and you can do it and that's your opportunity to you know shine so yeah you've got to be johnny on the spot and yeah, get in yeah. there and save the day yeah and i think that's more of a i think you've got to have that on a sort of that's on the back burner sort of thing that's not mm -hmm. That's not going to be a quick win, get you a sort of a quick job. That's going to be, you know, something that's in the background, similar way, and you just wait for your opportunity to shine. Yeah, I think you, I think you can do work to sow the seeds for it, yeah. generally, yeah. and you can do do that when you're busy, uh, and then once you get into schools, colleges, let, letting agents and estate agents, especially. Yeah, that's just there is an endless stream of work there. Yeah, um, yeah, there is, and it's just once you've got those relationships, it will be much quicker for if you're in a bit of a in a tight spot. You can just go in and go right. What you got on today, yeah. tomorrow, whatever. I've I've got some time free. You almost certainly need a house painting yesterday for a new tenant or something yeah. like that. So what have you got? Once you've got that relationship you've got yeah. a steady stream of work available and schools can be great especially for over the summer and stuff like that when they do big big projects yeah yeah all right anything else you can think of that works uh, when you want to you need to advertise on a budget we've pretty much done leaflet i think we've pretty much done everything haven't we all right. The other thing that I, that I will say is combining all of these tactics. I think when you when you do more than one advertising stream at, at once, you get a result that is bigger than the sum of its parts. I think when you've got your van sign written and so people see your van buzzing around town and then they get a leaflet through the door and then they see you on a social media facebook group and stuff like that that constant presence i think when they all work together you can start building a lot of awareness and and start getting people to really know who you are much quicker if you're doing two or three things at once um one more before we go which i know it's quite american and i know they're quite big into it is um and I don't think it's a very British thing, but I'll put it out there. Mm. Um, cold calling on estates. I know probably not now with COVID and all that, but hopefully in a few months when we all get back to the, the new normal. Um, mm. You know, is that, I mean, I don't know if that would work or not. You know, where you knock on someone's door and I was, you know, I've noticed that, or I'm in the area. I don't, is it sort of like, is it, does it, has it got a hint of sort of like, you know, the per you know, the people that cut your hedge the other day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't yeah, know. Door door canvassing, I think, can still be really effective, but you need. I think most people would need to hire someone to do it. 
it's a quite a specialized sales skill to do that uh, and with the best will in the world unless you have done a lot of sales you will struggle with getting doors slammed in your face like that um, because you're going to have to knock on a lot of doors to get a result uh, and it takes a, a special mindset to do it but you can hire door canvassers and just say right this is the situation go and uh, target this new estate and go and get me some leads and you might be surprised to hear but everest built their whole business on that model haven't they that's yeah. all they ever use is cold calling customers yeah and a number of a number of companies do and although it can seem in a digital world it can seem quite outdated and a lot of people really think that knocking on doors and cold calling like that just shouldn't be done nowadays but it's still massively effective when done properly uh you've you've got to yeah i if someone's going to go down that road unless you you're really quite strong willed and you've got a good mindset for it i would probably look at hiring someone to do it for you uh and then think about the areas where you want to target so do you want to go yeah. for new estates where everybody moving in is probably going to want to decorate because it's a brand new house or something like that or do you want to focus on exterior projects because you can tell whether an exterior needs doing as you're walking past uh, so whether you're you're doing masonry stuff or you're doing timber window frames or anything like that you can pick and choose those houses and go right i was working down the street and noticed that your windows are in xyz condition here's my card let me know if we can do any work for you i mean this is why maybe it could be worth testing your testing the water and you know maybe seeing if it is for you mm. by just starting off in the road where you're working so you know and you could say i've been working at number da 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 as i've drove past you know as i drove to work in the morning or as i drove past at night i noticed so at least you've got a little bit in common with and you've got a reason to be there yeah that's a good place to start you know, it's exactly it, it, it gives you a little bit more of a story and a bit more honesty and confidence to actually break that you know knock at the door mm -hmm. and it also you know you could actually make out that you you know you were doing them a favor by noticing it for them so, yeah and, and that is exactly as you said the the guy that came and cut my hedge the other day uh he was working down the road and he finished by about 11 o'clock on his second day and my front hedge was a complete mess uh, so he, he took the opportunity and came in and, and knocked on the door and i ended up getting him to do it uh and because it was one of those things he was already in the area i could see some work that he'd just done because i'd seen him working on someone else local in their hedge uh he could see from the outside clearly that mine needed some work and he took the opportunity and got the job out of it in the end yeah um, yeah so yeah if you've if you've got the balls to do it then it's, it's definitely worth a go and yeah testing it yourself on a on a few local places when you've got something in common and a reason to knock on someone's door why not why not give it a go and, and uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be yeah. comfortable but it may be profitable so mm. that's the thing you've got to keep in mind that you you know you may get another job out of it and it may you know it may be the person that knows someone with a million pound house that wants all that you know you just don't know it's got to be worth you know the worst they can do is tell you to fuck off mm. um, and that, yeah that that is the worst that could happen and you just have to brush that off but I, I i guess another way you could do it that might be a bit easier to sort of build yourself up to that sort of thing is if you're driving past a, a site where you're seeing some building work going on at a different property or something like that waltz in see if you can find the the head honcho have a chat to the site manager and just say look this is me i'm a decorator you've probably got decorators lined up for this project but let me introduce yeah. myself because if you're a local builder you're you're going to have more and more projects like this aren't you so and, and make a few connections that way yes yeah, yeah. yeah walking up onto site and introducing yourself and i think people will think a lot more of you for actually taking that step and because yeah. i think you know i can pretty much guarantee nobody no other decorator has done that because they all want to stay in their comfort zone yeah and this is what i'm saying sometimes it does pay dividends to just step out of your comfort zone for five minutes 
you know, mm. take a deep breath, close your eyes and just go for it. Mm. That's it. Just do it and see what happens. The worst that can happen is they say no. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, it's all good. I think that's uh, I think that's uh, a good episode there, mate. We've had lots of Trev top tips. I know. I can't believe it. So we'll just recap. So advertising on a budget. We've got social media, Facebook groups, particularly Instagram, also very effective. Facebook ads, very cheap uh, way of, of hitting a lot of people. Leaflets, parish magazines, contacting other decks and other trades. Magnetic signs, sight boards and, and signs for your van. Getting a relationship with your local merchant, putting your cards on the counter, contacting schools, estate agents, and email marketing. Yeah. I think we've done that. If you can't cold get anything, calling. Cold calling, of course. Walk up onto site, knock on people's doors. Don't be afraid. I think that's a, that's a good little roundup there. I think if you can't get some business out of those tips... Yeah. And uh, you're in the wrong business. Try <laughs> yeah. Tesco's. Yeah. Trev, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Where can we find more about uh, you? Insta at TJ Decorating and uh, YouTube Painting Decorating Tips by TJ. Super. You're getting much, much smoother at that. All we'll right. have it nailed down at some point. And the podcast Two Decks with One Mic is back bigger and better than ever yes upsetting dulux and all sorts of other people <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's quality and you mentioned me on it a lot so thank you for that well exactly <laughs> usually saying that fucking idiot again <laughs> that's all good uh, yeah, if anyone wants to get more from me, check out my website, jamiers.co.uk slash ebook, and you can get a free digital copy of my book, Seven Marketing Secrets Guaranteed to Grow Your Painting and Decorating Business. So join my mailing list and get that free of charge. Trev, once again, thank you very much. Um, we no shall see you soon. Cheers, John. Take care. Cheers. See ya.